Crisis, Heartstuffer podcast with me, Kate. And me, David. Uh, we're over halfway through now, aren't we? I know. Oh my goodness. I can't quite believe that we're over halfway through. It's gone so quickly. It has gone really quickly. When we first started and I was sort of thinking about, you know, planning for the series, um, yeah, it seemed like it was, um, you know, a big undertaking. But now mm. to be on episode five already um, is, oh, it's incredible. Yeah. Well, yeah, incredible, but also a bit scary. Like, we've just had a conversation about, like, what are we going to do when we finish <laughs> watching all the episodes and talking through them? We'll have to think of some other formats like some other things to talk about yeah yeah so potentially some other shows or um ways of kind of extending this one a bit more mm. um yeah we'll have to have a, a think few ideas of how to keep mm. talking about heartstopper a bit longer so definitely going to explore yes. those some things in the pipeline mm. yeah. to be continued i'll say no more yeah. say no more <laughs> Um, so before we get into this week's episode, which is episode five already, um, we had lots of people write in again on Instagram. Thank you, thank you, thank you everyone very much who's written in um, with your heartstopper moments and panic line advice for the characters in episode four. So in terms of heartstopper moments last week, we settled on Nick having his proper full-on gay crisis because we felt like we couldn't not because it's the name of our podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had to go give it to Nick with the proper full-on gay crisis. And we've had quite a few people write in this week. I'm just looking. Mm. So um, Aria wrote in and said her fave heartstopper moments were when Nick said he missed Charlie when they meet up for lunch and Charlie said they saw each other four hours ago and then they hold hands under the table. I think we did talk about that moment, didn't we? A little bit of that. We did, secret. yeah. It was definitely one of our contenders. He's holding hands and, yeah, mm. the cuteness. And, like you say, the fact that they haven't seen each other for four hours and Nick's already missing <laughs> Charlie... He's uh, fully on board now, isn't he? He's uh, he's all in. Um, and yes. she's also mentioned that she loves the um, loving and concerned way Nick's looking at Charlie in the infirmary when Isaac comes in, um, which is another lovely moment that we probably probably considered as well. I can't remember now. Can't remember. Yeah, we went through so many different options yeah, last week, we didn't did. we? <laughs> Hopefully this one will be an easier week. Yeah, well, we've said that every time and it hasn't happened yet because the whole series is just continually heart-stopping. Um, and Aria also said she's a big fan of us and our podcast. Isn't that lovely? Oh, we have fans. I know. So thank you very much, Aria. It is lovely. It's, yes, thank you. I, I replied on Instagram and said how weird it is us just talking to each other but knowing there are other people listening. So it's good to know that you are actually listening and that you are actually enjoying so far. So thank you very much for that. Alicia has written in and said her heartstopper moment was the kiss under the umbrella. Yeah, that was a strong mm. contender, wasn't it? So yeah. beautifully done. And the look of wonder on Nick's face afterwards gets me every time. Gets me every time as well, Alyssa. It's Kit Connor's face acting. Oh, yes. <laughs> so good. Um, <laughs> we also had a couple of other comments about uh, Heartstopper moments from other episodes, other points in the series, um, that I'm going to hold on to for now because we're planning to have a roundup episode where we cover all the heart-stopping moments from the whole series at the end once we've done our talk through of each episode i believe yeah because we know that some people have come to us sort of in the middle of the series mm -hmm. and haven't had a chance to write in um and that we might want the opportunity to kind of reflect back um f you know from the end so we're going to have an opportunity to go back over some of those comments yes so i'll save those but we still very much appreciate you sending them all in so thank you very much for those everyone 
Mm-hmm. And we've had a few people write in as well with some advice for our characters, uh, for our panic line. Um, so uh, Aria has also written in to say that she would tell Harry to butt out of everyone's business, or as Imogen put it, piss off. Yep. <laughs> um, Imogen didn't need to be pushed into asking Nick out if mm. she wasn't ready. Nope. And Nick didn't need to be pushed into saying yes if he wasn't sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely. I think it's really... Um, important for people to feel that they can be open and honest with each other mm-hmm. um, and to not have to do things because of peer pressure absolutely absolutely and Nick does a really good job of shutting Harry down at other times like when he's mm. making homophobic comments and stuff so I was kind of surprised in a way that Imogen and Nick went along with feeling pressured but I guess it was partly Nick panicking about having to hide his new relationship with Charlie when he still wasn't quite sure what was going on. And there was a lot of factors. Yes, and I think not wanting to embarrass Imogen mm. in front of everybody, I think, was probably the biggest one. Yeah. Um, that, um, you know, trying to protect her mm-hmm. um, from that embarrassment, yeah. um, you know, I think would have been a big consideration for him. Yeah. Bless his little golden retriever heart. He's so good, isn't he? Yeah. Because they are genuinely good friends. And we love Imogen. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alicia has also written in for our panic line. And she said that she would tell Nick to find Charlie immediately after Imogen asks him out to explain what happened. So there's no confusion. Because Charlie will get it. Mm -hmm. And I think this is such a good point. Mm -hmm. I don't know why... um, Nick doesn't just go straight and tell him. I think um, it's for the drama. It's because it's a TV uh, well, series, yes. isn't it? <laughs> they had to make some drama somehow. We're going to see the ensuing drama today, aren't mm. we, um, in this episode. Um, but yes, it would have been a much shorter series, I think, if, if, <laughs> <laughs> if Nick had gone straight and told him. Um, and finally, uh, Forgotten Water Bottle, um, I think your name is Faye, um, has written in and said, I'd tell Nick it's okay to say no without offering any more or other explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which sort of um, echoes what um, what Aria had said. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, absolutely, you know, um, being honest and not having to explain yourself, um, you know, is um, really important for our characters, isn't it? Yeah, and for the, and for a healthy relationship. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just for people in general, just say no mm-hmm. and not have to explain yourself. But like you said, I think you've figured him out. Like I think the main reason he didn't just say no is because he wanted to protect Imogen because they are good friends mm-hmm. and he is a wholesome little golden retriever puppy of love. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> so episode five friend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um what are your memories of this episode limited because <laughs> oh no i tell a lie i'm saying limited because at the moment what i've got up on my screen is just like the little n for the netflix logo you know when it does the da-da. Mm-hmm. um yeah but i just remembered what the still was and it's them in the arcade isn't it so i definitely remember some very funny interactions between Nick and Tao in this episode and some very lovely interactions between Nick and Charlie getting closer in this episode. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's about it. Oh yeah, and is this the one where Nick has his conversation with Imogen? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm fairly certain it's this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm struggling to remember what else happens around that. Um but yeah, obviously the arcade is going to feature heavily in this mm-hmm. episode. It's like its own character, isn't it? It's very, very cool yeah, set. Yeah. Yeah. So the description for this episode on Netflix is that Nick decides whether he should skip his date with Imogen for Charlie's birthday. Mm-hmm. And Tao vows to protect Charlie from Nick and his rude rugby friends. Mm-hmm. That's a mouthful. Um, <laughs> oh, I think... There's also, is there a bit more of um, Tara and Darcy having to deal with people's reactions to them I'm coming out? I'm not sure. I think that's the next episode. See, we talked about this last time. Yeah, how these yeah. have just all kind of blurred into one because we binged them the first time. <laughs> yes, I don't think we get so much of Tara and Darcy in this episode, mm. which is a shame because I'm enjoying them. 
Um, yeah, but I think we might get some more Olivia Coleman. Oh. And that's always a plus. That <laughs> is never a bad thing. Shall we just watch yeah. it and remind ourselves? Yeah, I think we should get into it. Fabulous plan. Let's do it. So straight off, we join Charlie, Elle, Tao mm-hmm. and Isaac. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all having a games night, um, playing Monopoly of all things. Classic. It's a classic, but it makes everyone annoyed. Like, I don't know anyone who can play Monopoly and not end up getting into an argument. I just, I don't even bother starting to play Monopoly, <laughs> to be honest. It's just, <laughs> life is too short to play Monopoly. <laughs> I quite enjoy it, but we do have to set time limits now so that we don't get too long to get too into it and too aggravated. So we're like, uh, we'll play uh, for half an hour. Whoever has the most money for, at the end of that half an hour wins, and then that's it. Like, <laughs> Are you a bit of a towel otherwise? Yes, I am 100% yeah. a towel. Yeah. Nope. I am an Isaac. <laughs> I didn't even realise. Do you know, the first time I watched this, I didn't realise that it was Isaac that kicked the board over. I thought it was Tau. And I was like, I do not care for this Tau character. He is very grumpy. And then when I rewatched it the second time, I was like, oh, okay, it's just Isaac's way of shutting them up. <laughs> yep, yep. Nation's hero, Isaac. <laughs> but yeah, I did write Tau is no fun during a game of Monopoly. I mean, he's just, yeah. He's he's on a different wavelength to the others, isn't he? He's kind of a bit more serious about everything in general. So it makes sense that he's the one who takes Monopoly incredibly seriously. Yes, yeah, it does. Yeah, it definitely fits his character, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And um, so once the game is finished, um, Charlie and Isaac um, go off to make one chocolate Mm -hmm. and... Tao and L have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Tao is worried about Charlie. He wants to tell him about Nick having accepted this date with Imogen. He needs to tell mm-hmm. him now. And um, L tells him off for going on about it and says that they can tell him if it will shut him up. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think. In that situation, I think they would be right to tell Charlie. Mm -hmm. I think as a friend, you've got a duty if you suspect foul play. Yeah. And as far as they know, because they don't know that Charlie and Nick's relationship has developed as much as it has. So as far as they know, Charlie's just still very interested in Nick. Nick is kind of around a lot, so possibly appears to be leading him on a bit. And Mm -hmm. is now accepted a date with someone else. So, yeah, you can see how from their perspective it would seem really shady. Yeah, I keep trying to put myself in Tao's shoes and understand (laughs) why he still doesn't like Nick after all, like, after all these episodes. Can't he see? Yeah, but But, he doesn't um, spend that much time with him. No, and yeah, when you think about what he has actually seen like him talking to Imogen Mm -hmm. you know yes I can sort of yeah I can appreciate why he's still reticent yeah so your shoes probably are about the same size as Tally you're both about the same height it's very difficult to tell how tall they are on screen Um, I didn't realise that Kit Connor was as tall as he is Um, he looks like he's probably really short but I don't know whether it's just the tight uniform (laughs) 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 <laughs> that they've squeezed him into. Yeah, yes, those pint-sized costumes. <laughs> <laughs> We're not complaining uh, about no, it, yeah. but... No, no. Yeah. Um, and I've wrote down um, here, Elle does a Mariah Carey impression when eating her crisp. Does she? <laughs> do, you, do you remember the Christmas advert with Mariah Carey yes. where she literally nibbles the tiniest bit of crisp oh God, and has I've a look of absolute disdain that. on her face? Oh <laughs> it my just God. reminded me of that. Oh. She just like pops in the tiniest crisp she could possibly find. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's my favourite advert. Is it? Um, oh, well. No, yeah, it's hilarious. Figures. But yes, and then anyway, so Charlie comes back and um, asks if the others mind if Nick comes to his birthday party. Mm. Um, it seems that Charlie has 
just as bad as party planning as um, Harry and has also left invites out to the last minute. (laughs) What is going on with these teenage boys and like leaving their party planning (laughs) till like the week of? But yep. Anyway, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. He's thinking of now starting to ask people if they want to... I suppose up until this point, it was probably only Tawel and Isaac that he would have asked anyway. And they obviously yeah, all already knew. I feel like from the start of... We don't really get a sense of the time frame, but I think from the start of the series, mm-hmm. we've, we've been through a few months. Mm. I feel like we've done probably six months of the year. Oh, I don't think we've done that one. much. Because episode one was like first day of school, and then like we've been th- we've been through snow. Oh yeah, it was first day of school, wasn't it? Because it was yeah, they were yeah, just first getting day put back. in their form rooms, and he was mm-hmm. being told he was going to sit next to Nick. So that must have been September. Yeah, and then the we've had snow. snow. That must have been January ish. Yeah, ish. Yeah, oh, they've talked about school um, holidays, haven't they? Yeah, so we're probably like so we must be back in spring now. Mm, yeah. It must oh, be. and in the last episode, oh, in the episode that. They kissed. Hmm. There was the date on Charlie's phone, and it was the twenty-first of March. Ah, okay. Well, so we have been through a good bits. chunk of the year. I was thinking that they, the series had started after they'd come back from Christmas break, and it was just that term, that kind of final term between Christmas and the end of the year. But maybe then... you might be right. Even so, it's got to be at least three months. Yeah, yeah. Time has passed. Yeah. Time has passed. What was your point? Um, <laughs> what was my point? Oh yeah, my point was that they've been a thing for long enough yes. for Charlie to have mentioned his birthday. Um, mm. But anyway, but I, Isaac um, is not subtle in saying that he assumed that Nick was coming anyway. No, I mean if Tao and L didn't know there was something going on between Charlie and Nick by now. Mm-hmm then surely seeing the goofy look on Isaac's face, being like, oh, I assumed he was coming, (laughs) eh, (laughs) would have given it away. Yeah, but they bottle it and they don't tell him the important news that Mm. he really ought to know. Yeah. We're going to stretch this drama out for a little bit longer. (sighs) Yeah, but there isn't too much drama in the show, so we'll let him have it. Oh, and I've also made a note that the title card for this episode is like a little arcade themed little pow pow with the little explosions which i like oh i missed that yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. cute and it's got the little sound effects like space invaders as well to put us in the mood uh. for the arcade <laughs> i was too busy thinking about mariah's crisp <laughs> <laughs> okay so we just watched a good chunk I feel like we went through a few scenes. Quite a lot just happened. Um, Mm. We've got back up to seeing Olivia Coleman, and I've realised where (laughs) um, Nick gets his very expressive face from. It's from his mum because oh, so expressive. (laughs) What her her best grimaces today? Together, (laughs) it's just fantastic. Um, So we picked up just after the title card where. Imogen and Nick were sat outside school and Nick was clearly building up to calling it off with Imogen. Is you know, he was started to say about our date, need to talk to you, then realizes that Imogen is on the verge of tears or actually crying. She looks quite upset, doesn't she? She's very yeah. upset. And um she tells him that her dog has just died. And we get our first glimpse of the fantastic face acting of Kit Connor as he goes through the... You can literally see the cogs turning of, Mm. oh, I need to not be going out with her, but I can't now not go out with her when her dog's just... She's already upset and now I can't upset her more and oh my God. Um, It's brilliant because it's sort of his comic timing with just like his reaction is... It's, it's, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. And then when he says, oh, really sorry, she's like, oh, yeah. Well, we were kind of expecting it. He was old anyway. Anyway, do you want to go to Nando's and then cinema and then <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> flip straight back into being yeah. excited about the date? 
as if there was any other choice for a teenage day other than Nando's in the cinema. It's classic. Not that I've ever got the Nando's thing, but there we go. No, me neither. Write in and let us know. Overrated. Are we missing out? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I went once. Yeah. Take it or leave it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, then we move into... Um, the classroom mm-hmm. where the register is going on mm-hmm. and for some reason Charlie chooses this moment to try and ask Nick out um, to or to come to his party you think well they message all the time He, they have lunch together mm-hmm. why has he chosen this moment I'm not sure um, but it is really cute because they have these lovely moments where they just like touch Touching each other with their fingers. pinkies to get their attention it's beautiful Gorgeous. It reminded um, me of the sparks, the crackle, hand crackle moment, yes. um, but without any animations this time. But it still had the same kind of emotion, didn't it? The connection. Yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous. And again, the sort of had that little back and forth kind of um, gentle ribbing, like, oh, you've not given me enough time to get you a present now. Yeah. Um, and that was all, it's all very sweet. I mean, yeah, it was very sweet. I... <laughs> I have to say, I got slightly annoyed at Charlie during that scene because he started off by saying, oh, um, by the way, it's my birthday, but you don't have to come. And I thought you might, I might like to ask you, but you don't have to come. And then, oh, you want to get me a present? No, you don't have to get me a present. But I'm like, the boy is telling you he wants to come and he wants to get you a present. Just like, stop trying to put him off doing nice things for you i don't know uh yeah but i, I still do that with my partner of seven years no. so <laughs> yeah i'm like oh there's this show that i'd really like to see that's touring and is coming nearby um oh but you don't have to come if you don't want to like you know i can find someone else to go to go with them. Oh, my um, goodness. yeah no i'm i'm that person <laughs> okay well all right maybe uh, i'll let him off then but yeah um, <laughs> yeah nick kind of does a good job like you said of making a joke of it and being like i told you to shut up kind of the sh- very yeah, yeah. authoritative sh- i found yes. very like endearing for some reason i was like yeah, oh yeah. look at nick taking control and like telling charlie to calm the he- heck down and yeah but it was nice like say yeah. it's like a mix of like kind of teasing but also reassuring like I'm gonna get you something and I'm gonna come. Yeah, they both just like, as we said last week, they just slot into the roles that mm-hmm. they need for each other at that time, yeah. don't they? They're just really good at picking up the cue mm-hmm. and running with it. Yep. Um, Perfect. And then when we cut back to Nick outside the school and Harry. <sighs> Oh, Harry. Harry is there um, saying, oh, looking forward to Saturday. Uh, Looking forward to your date with Imogen. Um, Nick has already completely forgotten that he agreed to the date with Imogen. (laughs) When he was so worried about it before that he was like trying to call it off and oh God, now I can't call it off. Like really overthinking it. As soon as Charlie mentioned, oh, it's my birthday on Saturday. All thoughts of Imogen just... Yep. (laughs) <laughs> Imogen who? What? Oh, poor Imogen. I know. But uh, yeah, that reminds him that he has now double booked himself uh, for Saturday. Whoops. Yeah, big whoops. Um, and then Tao and Charlie walk by and Harry uses his moment to be the just worst uh, again. Um, yep. And throws... King Slime Ball. Yeah, King Slime Ball. Uh, throws something. I think it's like a rolled up tinfoil from his sandwich or something. Yeah, I didn't I don't see know. what it was, but yeah, something like that. Throws something at Tao and Charlie. Uh, I think he manages to get it to bounce off both of them, which is like a pretty good shot, actually. Mm. To, yeah. You know, <laughs> credit Harry with something. At least he can throw. Maybe that's why he's on the rugby team. Yeah, it's it's just it's very uncalled for, isn't it? Completely. Um, and um yeah, just sort of picking on someone because they're walking by and you think they're an easy target. Mm-hmm. It's just um I have no respect absolutely no. no respect for him at all. Absolutely um, not. King Slime Ball. Tao's already wound up. You can mm-hmm. see that he's already feeling the tension of he's watched Nick accepting a date with Imogen. He's then what had to listen to Charlie talking as they're coming out of school about, oh, like, you know, 
excited about Nick coming to a party, and now one of Nick's friends, with Nick right there as well, is throwing things at them and targeting them for no reason. So, of course, all that pent-up energy and annoyance is going to come out somehow, and yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, some some of the, the witty lies are obviously lost on Harry a little bit, but I think that's <laughs> the sort of intended effect, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really tricky for Charlie, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. he's sort of... And, and for Nick, Nick, they're both yeah. sort of stuck in the middle of this. Mm-hmm. I think Charlie as well, because he's not the target of this. No. But it ha- with his experience, I think it's difficult for him to feel that he can stand up to Harry. Mm. Nick does try to stand up for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but Harry um, shuts him down with a, oh, you gay for them, which then mm. makes Nick immediately shut up and retreat yeah where he's usually so confident yeah exactly but then he doesn't want to push it because it feels a bit too close to the bone so he kind of backs off and just lets it the rest of the argument between tau and harry happen Um, yeah because nick and harry have already had this discussion mm -hmm. about homophobic Mm -hmm. remarks haven't they and that that was enough before for Mm -hmm. nick to say that he didn't he really didn't like Harry, yeah, and that, that was it. Um, but yeah, things are obviously very different now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, Nick's more aware of the stakes, yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, Tao drags Charlie away, and we cut to Nick at home with Olivia Colvin, his wonderful mum, and uh. We see them both face acting together with their fantastic <laughs> facial expressions of yeah. Nick's uh, weary sigh as he tries to explain <laughs> that he's not had a great day because he had to agree to go out with someone because her dog died. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Olivia um. Commons like, you what now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she, she's great, and I love that she's just like really kind of a bit nonchalant about the whole thing. She's like, Well, you shouldn't go out with someone just because the dog died, and mm-hmm. then like, but there'll be other girls, you know. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, that I think that line stuck out to me because it made me realize that even someone as lovely and accepting and you know in tune with her son as Olivia Coleman proves to be, you know, with throughout the series, she's still making assumptions that he's definitely gonna mm-hmm. be straight. Yes. Yeah. Um and it, yeah, that line stuck out to me as well and it is just that um flippant heteronormativity, isn't it? Um flippant, flipping heteronormativity. Yes, because it's, it's in no way meant to be um, de- derogatory yep. or, you know, it's in no way meant to be um, hurtful. Yep. But, yeah, it's just that kind of chipping away that mm. makes it really difficult for people to come out yeah. because people's expectations on them. Exactly. And if some even someone as lovely and warm and open as Olivia Coleman. I don't remember what her character name is. She's just Olivia Coleman to me. <laughs> Nick's mum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even her is still caught in that kind of flippin', flippin' heteronormativity. Then it just shows how you really have to work to get people yeah. to realise that... It's still very pervasive, yeah. isn't it? And I think particularly in, you know... Um, our parents' generations, mm-hmm. um, and um, you know, there's uh, things are definitely changing. And I think you know, when we th- look at the movement for putting, you know, displaying your pronouns, mm-hmm. being open about that, you know, opening the discussion yeah. so that it makes it easier for other people, mm-hmm. and being forward about your own, um, you know, the way you prefer to be referred to, yes. Um, you know so that it makes that discussion easy for everyone mm-hmm. um so yeah things are definitely are definitely changing there's that and then we get another beautiful bit of 
uh, Kit Connor's face acting when she then turns around to get a mug out of the cupboard and I've just paused on the screenshot of him looking heartbroken at that comment. Oh, I know. Yeah. Just feels like such an extra effort to have to explain. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have more opportunities to talk about that in future episodes, mm. will we? But for now, to the arcade. To the arcade! Yeah, so we've hopped over to the bowling alley mm-hmm. where Charlie is waiting very patiently oh. for Nick to arrive. No, the little expectant look on his face. Even though all his other friends are already there, he's just kind of I watching know. the door, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, and he's wearing a leafy jumper. Oh, yeah. I hadn't even noticed the leafy jumper. Oh. I had, this was the first time I'd spied it. I was like, ah, I scribbled that down. I <laughs> was distracted by the F off massive 15 badge that is like covering oh, yeah, his that is entire a chest. Big badge. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought he was turning 16 for some reason, but clearly. Uh, it was Harry's 16th, wasn't it? Because uh, um, he's in the year Nick's above. The year above, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Nick's hair is on point today. Oh, it's when, isn't it? It's just... Yep, it's very well quaffed. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I, I've written down that I really love the way that he introduces L to mm, Nick. Um, yes. Again, it's very kind of um, just, you know, it's not made a big deal of mm-hmm. it's just oh yeah she used to go to our school now mm-hmm. she goes to Higgs yeah. um, and it's like that's the state that, that, that's, that's what true. it is that's what happened yep. and that's yep. all you need to know and then you yeah. can deduce the rest like yeah yeah and Nick does and he's just like oh yeah made the connection mm-hmm. move on yep yeah fantastic it's great I, I, I love the way they handle that yeah and I love that when uh, Nick first arrives and Charlie's walking him over to meet the group, Tao and Ella stood arguing again <laughs> about <Yeah>. something. <laughs> we never find out what, I'm assuming. No. Um, the silly names they're giving each other on the bowling machine. But yeah, yeah. they're like a little old married couple already, aren't they? So it's very cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but Nick makes such an effort with them all, doesn't he? He's trying really hard mm-hmm. um, and being really encouraging yeah. when they're all terrible at bowling. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tao is absolutely miserable and refusing to engage with him, isn't he? He does I mean, warm up through the game, doesn't yeah, he? But... And he does say right at the beginning when Nick goes to put his name in on the little machine thing, Charlie sits down next to Tao and says... You try and get to know him, and how very reluctantly, through a massive eye roll, says that he will mm. try. So, yeah. yeah, I think this is him trying. It's just. I think so, yeah. yeah. Although, um, when um, Charlie and Nick have that moment where they almost go to hug mm. and then catch themselves, Tao clearly sees that. Yep. And just does a massive eye roll. Yeah, yeah he doesn't think. Hang oh, hang on. on. That was reciprocated. Yeah, definitely sexual tension here. You know. <sighs> so much. Like. Uh, so, <laughs> there, there's probably more sexual tension in this episode than in the rest of the series. I like know. The, when Charlie's like, oh, you're strong, rugby arms. I know, <laughs> and like <laughs> squeezing like, his arm yeah, again. Like, oh, I thought you liked my arm. In front of Tao. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, how Tao hasn't caught on by now and just said to Charlie, no. is there something more going on between you and Nick? Because it feels like the kind of is. Yeah. 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 But instead, Tao chooses this of all moments, Ugh, yeah. um, having also revealed that it's now several weeks mm-hmm. since the rugby match. Mm-hmm. He's choosing this moment yep. to tell Charlie while he's in the toilet. Um <laughs> About, <laughs> about Nick and Just Nick. trying to fix his hair, like always. Yeah. And At least he washes his hands. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah, I, I do I do really like the scene. I really like the discussion. I like how heated it gets. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it's scripted really well. Mm-hmm. I think they're both acting it really well. Yeah. Um, I just wish it had happened earlier. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it couldn't have happened much earlier in terms of the show. It's mm-hmm. just the fact that he has that line, doesn't he, where he says, a couple of weeks ago at the rugby match. Yeah. And I'm like, if I said 
last week or yeah. on Saturday, you or, know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it's Tao. Who knows how he thinks. And of course, Nick overhears. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, to anyone on looking, see Nick just peering into oh, the yeah. <laughs> not gonna look good um but <laughs> but actually you know in terms of the the the, the shot and the lighting is beautiful mm. the way that just sort of pink hue mm. is on his face and you can just hear the conversation going in the background as charlie says he's my friend, friend. and it's just oh. and you just see nick's face fall yeah um, because he's horrible. relieved Both isn't he that he hasn't that Charlie's still kept to his word and he's still not telling his friends about them. So he's thankful for Did that. Did you get relief? I I didn't get relief. Well, no, I didn't get relief. I got, like, embarrassment and kind of that shame of, oh, God, I'm holding him back from being able to be honest with his friends. Yeah. But I'm guessing there was also some relief in there. Yeah, I, I, I only really read kind of guilt mm, yeah and shame as you say from from his face but yeah you're probably right there probably w- was a sense of relief in there but i think that was mm-hmm. masked by everything else yeah oh also just wanted to mention the line that tao has when they're arguing where he brings up himself like uh, words to the effect of you're probably just gonna say that i'm saying this because i'm like scared of losing you mm. as a friend and I just want to keep you to myself and Charlie's like well are you because mm. <laughs> that does seem very you uh, so I think that shows a bit of self-awareness for Tao like he knows that he's a bit clingy yes. he knows mm-hmm. it's a bit much but yeah he just can't help it he loves his friends and he's scared of losing them and he doesn't want them to get hurt and that's just how he shows affection. So I'm warming yeah. to Tao by this point. I know he's still being a bit annoying, but I'm starting to understand why he's so annoying, I think. Yes, yeah. I, I still... My feelings are increasingly, as the series goes on, mm-hmm. that when Tao and Charlie go their separate ways at the end of school, mm-hmm. whether to go to university or whatever, mm-hmm. um, they will find their own tribes mm-hmm. and won't necessarily need to come back to each other as friends. I think they've become mm-hmm. friends at school because they are outsiders mm-hmm. and they have collated as a group of outsiders, haven't they? But I think... Yeah. As the friendship with Tara and Darcy is developing Mm -hmm. on kind of Nick and Charlie's part Mm -hmm. and Tao and Ella becoming closer, Mm. I think that pairing of Tao and Charlie will start to become less important. Ease off a little bit. Yeah, I think think they're they're not going to like lose each other as friends, are they? I think they are a pretty solid friendship and I think they will remain friends. But, yeah, I get what you're saying about them being less reliant on each other or mm-hmm. Tao being less reliant on Charlie. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I think new groups, are, you know, new groups are starting to fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, that's the natural course of friendship, isn't it? And I think, you know, they were there for each other at a time when they needed to be. Yeah. But I think that that time, you know, they're both starting to move in different places mm-hmm. and to different, you know, in different parts of their lives. And then hopefully that'll help their, you know, their friendship because it'll be a little yeah. bit more, well, a bit less intense and just a yeah, bit Yeah, I think they'll more... be able to find more enjoyment in it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Also, didn't even mention uh, the music in this scene when... Yes. Uh, Tao says he's going to try and get to know Nick and then slops his way all over the place and strops into playing <laughs> b- bowling with him. Um, <laughs> Buzzkill, uh, Baby Queen's Buzzkill is uh, yeah. playing, which is, I feel like that's Tao's theme song. So just have to give uh, Baby Queen a shout out for that. <laughs> yeah. Ideal song at the ideal time. <laughs> Okay, so when I restarted it, it was just on Tao saying, ugh, go, like, after they come out of the toilets, because he sees that Charlie wants to go immediately back over and talk to Mm -hmm. Nick again. Um, 
and then Charlie and Nick do like the saddest hi. <laughs> oh yeah, I've just written poor Nick. Oh. He can just he, he feels so awful, doesn't he? Yeah. <clears throat> but that hug is so lovely. Mm-hmm. And look, I've. I can show you how I've written it in my notes, reminders to myself of things I wanted to talk about. I've written hug and then drawn like lines around it uh. because it's <laughs> like a bright light of warmth and, and loveliness, that hug. Yeah. And Aww. it just goes on for so long. And then the animations appear around them. So like visually mm. showing how they're just being held in their own little world together and new animations yeah yeah it's like they're being sort of 3d physically bound mm. isn't it um it's lovely and it just looks like they're just the warmest hug mm -hmm. ever it just looks like a lovely hug um so yeah that is that's a, a gorgeous gorgeous moment mm -hmm. um and then th this is the moment where i really i really want them to go back to the bowling mm -hmm arena uh like Alley. lane lane mm -hmm. that's the word bowling lane <laughs> um and making it like make an announcement and say look guys we want now to tell is the time. you guys not yeah. everyone but just you guys yeah we are together yeah yeah no but that doesn't happen instead we get uh an awkward but quite uh, enjoyable conversation between nick and Tal. oh my god yeah I enjoyed that a lot. I was chuckling all the way through. So L wins the bowling. Shout out to L for Yay. winning the bowling. Um, and then, yeah, Tao and Nick end up sitting next to each other while everyone else is congratulating L and a bit distracted. And Tao, I th I've see, I've, I forgot kind of what happened. And in the first moment when they, Nick sat down next to him and Tao says, good game, and then mm. offers him a chip, I was like, oh, damn. I don't remember Tao having this quick of a turnaround and being this, yeah. like, accepting this quickly of Nick being nice. This is lovely. And then it's like, he's lured him in. Yeah, yeah, he's lured him in. <laughs> With some fake niceties and some chips, and then he turns mm -hmm. and is like, I don't know what you're messing around with Charlie for, but if you don't stop it, this is your final warning and I'm going to kill you. And yeah, yeah, it's intense. I do I do appreciate his upfrontness here because he mm -hmm. does at least lay his cards on the table with Nick. Yeah. And he's like, this is why I'm off with you. Yeah. Um, and I don't appreciate it and I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. Again, leaving the door open for <sighs> Nick at no. least to say that even if he doesn't say we're, we're together. together yeah he could say i really care for charlie mm -hmm. he's a great guy i'm not messing him around i don't want to mess him around yeah that's all i'd have to say yeah. and it's really frustrating that he doesn't say that because he's so articulate so many other times in the series but he just says like you're a good friend and Tao yeah. says i know and which is almost like validating what Tao was saying and being like yeah, you're right, I am messing him around. You're a good friend, you've noticed that. Mm. Is almost more what Tao would take from that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Frustrating. Very frustrating. Mm -hmm. But then they skip over to the arcade and Tao and Elle run off to snag the dance machine and mm -hmm. leave uh, Charlie and Nick over by the claw machine. The claw. The claw. The claw. <laughs> uh, which is lit up in green, which is a combination of blue and yellow. yellow. <gasps> oh, shut the front door. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a light, little reflections in the glass yeah. of these sort of rainbow oh. lights going up and down. I didn't um, notice that. Which is, yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Just gorgeous. And Nick finally brings up the Imogen thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. And he explains the situation. He lays it all out. Yeah. He says, mm -hmm. look, they, she asked me in front of all our friends, didn't know how to yeah. say no without upsetting mm -hmm. her, confusing them, making them ask questions that I don't feel ready to answer. Um, yeah. And 
Charlie's response breaks my heart because he's like, you don't have to apologise. It's not like we're officially dating. I Um, know. And again, he's just like throwing that hook out there, isn't he? And um, yeah, it does not find the bait. No, I know. And yeah, Nick just says he's going to make it right with Imogen. Yeah, which, which he does. He goes to do, doesn't he? And, te- and texts her. Again, leaving it a little bit late to text her and say that he's not coming. I know, but, right. um, He must have yeah. known he wasn't going to come when he turned up at the arcade. Like, he's You'd not going to so, go bowling he? and then pop over to have a date at Nando's with Imogen as well. Unless it's all in the same, like, complex. Who knows? Yeah, but um, that can't have been his plan. You'd think, wouldn't you? Mm, anyway. Um, but the bit where... Nick kind of sighs and plonks his head on the glass and it makes that little bop yeah. noise. Aww. And then Charlie plonks his head on the glass of the claw machine and it makes a little bop, bop noise. Yeah. It, I, I just find it really endearing for some reason. and it's, it's so endearing. And I really like the way they phrase the next line where he says that I wish I'd met you mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Because it would have made things much simpler, you know, or worse mm. that effect. They, you know, when I, when I first realised that I was gay mm-hmm. and started having sort of meaningful relationships mm-hmm. with uh, with other men, mm-hmm. there were times when I thought to myself, um, I wish that I didn't feel like this mm-hmm. and I wish I felt like this for women. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And... It takes a lot to say, you know, that I, I wish I'd learned about this earlier because of you. Mm-hmm. Not I wish that I didn't feel like this because of you, mm-hmm. but I wish that I'd understood it earlier so that we could have got to this point and I could enjoy this yeah. more easily. And I really like that they've come at it from that angle mm-hmm. because it's, again, it's saying like, you know, accept it. It's a good thing. Mm. Um enjoy it like you should be able to enjoy the feeling of falling in love with someone yeah and not regretting it or wishing it was something else yeah that is such a good point yeah because that's just reminded me of something i read online that was like someone had written that charlie and nick's relationship isn't one fell first and then the other fell after it's like they mm. both fell for each other exactly the same time it's just that charlie knew what was happening yeah and nick was just hella confused about the whole thing mm-hmm. so it's the same feeling but just processed in different ways so yeah i think what you're saying about if he'd have known what was going on earlier he would have just been able to enjoy that process yeah. of falling in love Mm-hmm. And that's how it should be. Yeah. Not, not wanting to fall in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get to see Charlie open his present. Ooh, it's adorable present, homemade oh, so little photo frame with the gorgeous, gorgeous picture that they actually took themselves. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did a good job. They're really nice pictures. Mm, they are. I wonder how long they had to lie in the snow and take them. I wonder if it <laughs> was real snow. Um, I doubt it. Uh, probably not. <laughs> we never get that good snow, do we? <laughs> 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 no. Um, and oh, and then they have that that lovely exchange, don't they, mm. where they talk about wanting to kiss each other. Um they're a bit hesitant but they do yeah even though they're nervous they do have a little kiss mm-hmm. um and i like how the noises of the arcade fade out and it just focuses mm. in on that one piece of lovely music oh yes that i based our theme tune on <laughs> yeah. oh is that the one you based our theme tune on I th- uh, yeah i was took inspiration from that little oh. bit among other things yeah. <laughs> lovely yeah well it's just nice how it shows that they're kind of caught in that moment and not getting distracted by what's going on around them and not worrying about other people seeing them is the impression mm-hmm. that I got from that little musical shift. Yeah, they obviously are worried because they look around straight after, don't they, and then sort of sheepishly move on. But mm. um, but yeah, for for a split second, they just enjoy it, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, and then we move into this... Um, 
lovely montage um, where they're all just having fun in the arcade. And I think it's great to show them all just having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and being, being teenagers. teenagers. Yes. Yeah. This is one of those moments mm-hmm. where I was like, ah, oh, it's so flipping age appropriate. And I love it. Like, yeah, it's not a teen drama where they're all like doing drugs or like <laughs> having sex. Like they're 15. They're, they're getting slushies and playing in an arcade. That is what 15-year-olds do. Well, who knows? We're not 15 anymore, well, so not, who yeah, knows what true. real now, 15-year-olds do. Nowadays, but, but um, like from the other podcasts I've listened to, other people have expressed the same sentiment that it seems a bit more realistic to their experiences as well. Yeah, Again, and certainly to mine. And I, I loved the days of going to arcades and stuff. Yeah. And, um uh, there's something about the penny slot machines mm. in there which is just eternally fun and I still love going to do that sort of thing now. Did it last weekend. Yeah. I oh. was in the two although I usually go for the two Ps, I would notice that Isaac went for the ten Ps, which is Oh yeah, move. he's splashing the cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he does quite well on it. He does. <laughs> I really identified with Isaac in that moment when he was like, Yes, I'm winning <laughs> winning at the uh, slot machines. Yeah, and we get some nice exchanges with um, Tau and Tau and Elle. Elle's working really hard here with her face acting. Mm. She's uh, she's doing a wonderful job. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's really nice. Mm, yeah, and you can see the progression of a little bit of sparks flying between the two of them, and like the stars, the little animations of the stars being reflected mm. around them and that change. Yeah. If you if we're going with your theory about the animations indicating some kind of change, I think yes. this is a moment where there's a bit of change in their relationship and there's a bit of there something There is a change more. in Elle's feelings. Again, yeah, again, I don't know if I get the sense that mm. Tao's feeling a change. It's very much focused on Elle's. Yeah feelings isn't it Mm -hmm. i don't know whether we're deliberately keeping us in the dark about how tao feels i think so i think keep a little bit suspense there isn't it Mm -hmm. like oh is he gonna how's he gonna react how do you think he's gonna react i don't i don't know i sort of think again you know he's very focused on friendship isn't he Mm. and i think he not necessarily wrongly would you know be worried about Mm -hmm. the potential impact on their friendship yeah and that's the end of that scene and we're now over to nick and imogen in the park i believe or nick and yes, nick and nelly sitting on the bench waiting for imogen yeah or nelly so in this final scene then we've joined uh, nick and nelly in the park um and imogen comes along um to meet them um and to have a chat yes and Nick starts off by saying that he's brung Nelly intentionally because he thought it would make Imogen feel better um, after losing her dog, which is very thoughtful. And um, apologises, explains. When he starts off explaining, like, I just don't like you like that. You're a really nice person. I thought it was going to be a really generic, like, that was going to be it. Like, I just don't like you like that no further explanation and I was a bit kind of cringing that that was what he was mm. going for but then when he carried on and explained like I'm not sure that we fit but I'm, it's not because of you I'm not sure I fit and then explained about how he felt like his real personality was buried oh yeah that bit really stuck in my mind and I thought oof I felt that. Yeah, and and the way his voice like cracks on it as well. Mm. It's oh, it's really great. Um, it's a heartbreaking little speech, mm. but he delivers it so well. Mm-hmm. And you, I really feel for Imogen as well because it's a horrible thing to have to hear, isn't it? Somebody telling you that they're not interested in you. Mm. Especially um, when she was quite invested and already telling everybody about the fact that they were going on this date. Yeah, she's got a lot of backtracking to do. Mm. <laughs> um, but she, she, you know, she takes it really well, doesn't mm-hmm. she? And he's so eloquent in his explanation. Yeah. Without being um, blunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he explains 
he's not just like, oh, it's not you, it's me. He explains mm-hmm. why it's him. Like, what it is, yeah. it, it is about him that he's struggling with that means mm-hmm. that he doesn't feel like they're right for each other without giving away that he thinks he might be gay. Yeah. But still, you know, explaining that things have changed for him and that he yeah. doesn't feel like he fits with their friendship group anymore. Well, I think she get, I think she does actually get what the subtext of what he's saying is. Oh, I don't um, know if she gets that he's thinks that he might be gay. Oh, no, I I think she does get that. Do you I think? Th- I think she's I think she pieces together the Nick and Charlie thing. Um I think she realizes that he's going through um that period of um trying to understand himself. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, I didn't get that cuz I think if she had thought that, she would have just asked him like no, I, I think I think she knows what he's trying. Well, maybe, but yeah, I, th- I think she knows what he's trying to say, and I think she saves him from saying it. Mm. Um, and in the next scene where the boys are asking about how the date was, mm-hmm. you know, she steps in and she saves him from having to yeah, say anything. She does. Um, I really like that moment. Actually, I think she handles yeah. it really well. And I think by deflecting it onto herself mm-hmm. and saying like, "Oh, well, you know, I could do better." I think she, um, uh, I think she knows what she's saving Nick from having to explain. Mm, possibly, yeah. I think she would take it more personally um, if she didn't get, it. get mm. what he what he was saying. Mm, maybe. Either way, she definitely deflects those comments very well. No, I just thought she gets that he's going through some kind of period of change and that he doesn't feel like he's been able to show his true self. I'm just not sure if she knows that that true self is queer. No, and I suppose we'll never know, will we? But that was certainly how I read it. But yeah, it's a a really nice way to finish and you just sort of see... um, Nick reflecting and Mm -hmm. thinking and that's how the episode ends. Yeah. I think the look on his face when Harry barges into the back of him is like, oh, you're a dick Mm. with girls, (laughs) (laughs) is quite telling. He looks like he's had enough, doesn't he? He looks ready to change, to make a change in his friendship group and a change in his socialising habits. What do you reckon to the birds? The little animation of the two birds that just fly up out of nowhere? Because they seem quite different to all the other animations to me for some reason. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is it about him getting, feeling freer? Mm, maybe. And yeah. maybe allowing his personality to start to take flight oh. now that he's i don't know i don't know very I'm, very, I'm definitely speculating <laughs> here yeah but yeah no i think it could be though because yeah it's mm. still it's still the animations appearing when there's a moment of change happening mm-hmm. it's just that the birds were quite different to all the other animations so yeah, yeah. i, I think like a uh, weight has been lifted yeah. now that um the whole image and things not an issue anymore mm. Um, and he's letting his real personality fly free. Well, we will see mm. in the next episode, won't we? We will. But for now, we have got to pick our hearts off a moment. Oh my god. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. Uh. So I, I've got two contenders. Oh. My, my two contenders um, both involve... Um, Kit Connor's face acting. <laughs> One of them is him overhearing oh. Tao and Charlie's conversation. Mm-hmm. The other is his um, soliloquy to Imogen at the end, where he talks about his true self being buried inside him. Mm. Those are my two contenders. I, mm, see, I would argue. I know we said Heartstopper moment doesn't have to be like a lovely moment. But mm-hmm. I think they're both too sad. <laughs> and I think... <laughs> we did have a sad one last we week. We had a sad one last week. And I think there are too many lovely heartstopper moments in this episode. Like um, when 
they are having that really tight hug for a really long time. That's my top contender. And the animation, the 3D animation of the kind of loop of light comes around them and shows them connecting and they're kissed by the grabber machines. Those are my two contenders. Because I think they're like nice, positive, heart-stopping moments. Why are we limiting ourselves to one moment per episode in a series that's got so many heart-stopping moments? Mm. Yeah, I don't think we've had a hug yet, though, have we? We've done, we've had a we've kiss. We've had a kiss. Um, so yeah, why don't why don't we go for the hug? I feel like I always just like can convince you to get on board with whichever one I think it should be. So I'm gonna let you have the final <laughs> call on this one. I would be equally happy with the kiss by the grabbers because I think they're both lovely no i think i think we'll go for the hug because you're right it, we did say at the time like what an amazing hug it mm-hmm. was i did um, put the little sparkly sparkles around it when i was writing it in my notebook <laughs> yeah okay now we'll go we'll go for the hug the hug by the toilets oh, um, don't call it the hug <laughs> by the toilets <laughs> don't ruin this for so, me <laughs> um but where to place it oh. on the list How's the list looking so far? So, at the top of our list, we have Tara and Darcy's Kiss. Number two is The Hand Crackles. Mm-hmm. It's not above either of those, I don't think. No. Number three is Nick having his full-on gay crisis. Mm. And number four is The High Montage. I think it might be bang in the middle, you know. Above full-on gay crisis. I, I think he comes below the full-on gay crisis. What do you think? I'm still thinking about... Kit Connor on the bed, soaking mm-hmm. wet, oh, just yeah. like his absolute, yeah, just all of that despair. And I, I don't think I can put this hook above that. Okay. And I, do you know what? I actually think that I, I actually think I'm going to put it below the high montage as well because the high really? montage is just lovely, mm-hmm. and this hug is great. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful moment, mm-hmm. but I think there's so much in the high montage. Mm-hmm. So much development. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. That I think this has to go below it. Okay. Yeah, fair. And overall, as an episode, I enjoy this episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it doesn't stick out as one of my top episodes. No. I think it's going to be hard to find episodes that compete with episode three, personally. But it's just all so beautiful. And oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we're splitting hairs, aren't we? Yeah. But I. Yeah, I think I think this is our new number five. Yes, I agree. Are you happy with that? I am happy with that. Yeah. You sure. Yes. Okay. Because I think the whole show is just so full of heartstopping moments, and there is no right or wrong answer to this, really, is there? And no. And while it's fresh, it's tempting to like put it in in the top, isn't it? But yeah, when you sort of think back and think, actually, yeah, the impact of that moment mm-hmm. was really strong. Yeah. So, yeah. And different people we'll have different ideas and so please do write in to us and let us know what your most heart-stopping moments were in this episode number five friend in the arcade um yeah create your own list your own top five of moments so far and let us know how how we're wrong about everything (laughs) it would be good to compare some full lists Mm. at the end wouldn't it yeah panic line advice then for um for our characters for this week i think my advice this week is going to go to tau and um it's going to be to invest in a pack of monopoly deal cards which is a quick fire version of monopoly (laughs) um, which will help keep the peace at um friendship board game nights Will it though? Or will it just make them fall out quicker? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's good advice. Um, I've got some advice for Isaac this time. I think I'm going to advise Isaac to speak up a little bit more because Isaac clearly knows that there is actually something going on between Charlie and Nick because Mm -hmm. he of his reaction when he saw them in the medical room together and you know his reaction when Charlie said he was inviting him to the party 
Yes, Charlie's made a promise to Nick that he's not going to tell anybody. Isaac has made no such promise. Isaac could speak to Tawan L a bit more and be like, hey, guys, some additional information. Um, I think they're actually together. Calm the heck down. So, yeah, yeah, that's my advice. Isaac, just speak up. Yeah, yeah. Stop enjoying the drama too much and actually help your friends out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I do kind of slightly get the impression that he is just keeping quiet. A, because he's enjoying the drama, but B, because he can't be bothered to get involved. It's like... Yeah, there's also that, isn't there, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, get more involved, Isaac. Come on. Yes. Um, but do send us your advice for our characters um, mm. on our Instagram page, um, which is at Heartstopper Fan Podcast. And mm-hmm. if you go to anchor.fm forward slash heartstopper dash podcast, you can even send us a voice note. Oh, isn't that a fun idea? Yeah, we'd love to include some of your contributions that way as well. So if you feel like it, head over there. Um, And if you have been listening Mm -hmm. and enjoying our podcast so far, please, please do uh, like and subscribe on Spotify um, and follow us on Instagram Mm. um, to help other people um, to find our podcast. And if you could give us a good rating as well, we'd be eternally grateful. Yeah, that I don't really understand how the rating thing works. But if you've listened until now, then we're guessing you're enjoying, hopefully, maybe. Um, <laughs> and we appreciate it so much. Yes, we do. Um, so that pretty much wraps it up mm-hmm. for this week. Um, next week's episode, episode six, mm-hmm. is called Girls. And from memory, this was one of my favourite episodes. Mm-hmm. I... Uh, from memory have got this episode completely entangled with episode five because at the beginning when we said what we thought was going to happen in this episode uh, yes. i was like isn't yeah. this where tara is like having all that difficulty on social media and i've just read the synopsis nope. and that is the next episode so yep. i'm intrigued to like i said keep watching these one at a time and disentangle the heart stopper blob of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of everything in my head join us again next time for episode six of heart stopper so much again for listening. See you.